Hi, and welcome to the podcast, a hodgepodge of conversations about meaningful things that people are doing out in the world and in their communities. My name is Rachel, and I'm your host. Let's begin by taking a moment to honor the land upon which we live. Taking a deep breath in and a deep breath out. I live on the unceded territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh nations, and I'm incredibly grateful to be here. Hi, and welcome to episode two of the podcast. I am thrilled to welcome fellow Vancouverite Pearl Cece. Pearl is a passionate nutritionist, health coach, and personal trainer. Her joy is absolutely infectious in the best way. Welcome, Pearl. Hello, Rachel. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, my goodness. The pleasure is all mine. So good to have you. And I'm so excited for our listeners to hear your story. Yeah, I'm excited too. Great. So, um, I'd love for you to introduce yourself and just share a little bit about who Pearl is. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. So my name is Pearl Cece. I am a nutritionist, I should say plant-based nutritionist, health coach and fitness coach, and also personal trainer, all the wellness stuff all in one. And my main jam is I built my business around really supporting people and optimizing their health, understanding what nutrition means to them, but ultimately helping them feel good, feel good in their bodies, feel good in their skin, and just knowing what that means and what they need as individuals to feel that way every day. And I focus mostly working with female entrepreneurs right now, and it's been really great to help them get healthy and show up better in their lives. So that's a little bit about me. And then what makes me me? I think that was the second part. Um, Yeah, I don't know, just always been really passionate about helping people be healthy and like sharing insights and bringing joy, um, adding energy, bringing some fun to everything I do, because I think it's so important to enjoy what you do. So I just try to bring that into my business and into my relationships and all parts of my life. Amazing. It's so inspiring. And you did mention that right now you're you're working with female entrepreneurs. And I, I actually met you at a networking, a virtual networking event for entrepreneurs. And I can tell you, you were one of the most enthusiastic people I have ever met. And you, you led us uh, through a group stretch to get us moving throughout the event. And you just made it so accessible and you were so inclusive. And I'm curious if you might share why you specifically choose to work with female entrepreneurs. Oh, thank you so much. That means a lot. I remember that event as well. So I chose, I actually just started attracting them. I didn't choose to work with them. They kind of chose me. (laughs) So (laughs) when I worked and started doing my work and doing my own, own business, I was just like, marketing to anyone I was like oh hey I help you with nutrition and you know let's let's get this thing going and I just started realizing notice I was attracting a lot of entrepreneurs both men and women so as I was working with them and through them I was like oh well I can keep working with them because I love it and I would tend to attract them anyway so just stuck to it and wanted to niche down because they say you should niche down so that's what I'm doing and yeah it's been great so far Mm, amazing and uh 
why, like you mentioned a couple times that you've always been passionate about helping others. Can you share a little bit about why that is so important to you? Yeah, good question. Actually, no one's ever asked me that. So when I was younger, I was always in track and field and doing active things. I relatively was brought up in a really healthy household. We ate really like clean vegetables, salads every day. You know, I'd bring sandwiches and apples to school for lunch every day. And I always remember, never forget the one time someone asked me why, why I ate apples every day. And I was like, what do you mean? Why, why don't you? Like, what is, <laughs> you should be eating apples every day. But no, because I really like them. Apples are good for you. So that moment just made me realize like, oh, not everyone has the same understanding of health as I do. And not mm. everyone has the same like eating habits or same energy or things like I started to notice as I got older as well. So I just know I knew there was a big gap in terms of like healthy eating and taking care of our bodies and being active and feeling good. So, yeah, I just wanted to help support people doing that. I think innately as humans, we always want to give back and support our community and help people if we know we have something to offer. I think naturally every one of us to some extent has that type of ideas or inspiration behind them so yeah I just always wanted to support them with health and food because I know I've always loved food and I wanted to work with food so that was a non-negotiable for me so I just (laughs) decided to pursue this and now I'm here awesome oh that's so great and I, I love that call out that we have that innate nature in us of wanting to support one another and I know that there are people who will argue with that but I really truly believe that in our heart of hearts that that is there so thank you for acknowledging that and um, validating my belief and my faith in humanity there yeah no I'm glad you agree as well and of course everyone has their own opinions which is okay too but I do believe like uh, at our ancestral roots it's there yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and when it comes to uh, our roots and our families, I know that there was an experience you had with your sister that um, that probably changed your life, actually. And I'm wondering if you'll share a little bit of that story with our listeners. Yeah, of course. Thanks for asking. So a big part of what I do and why I'm so passionate about helping people feel good and just like feel good in their bodies. Unfortunately, my little sister passed away about, oh, wow, almost two years ago now. Time really flies. Um, Unfortunately, she took her own life and she struggled with mental health issues. So when that happened, I really like it shook my whole entire life and things were very uncertain. I was questioning a lot of things. You know, I think well, maybe not everyone, but there are some times in lives people just have this existential crisis and maybe they're triggered by certain events or maybe it just comes up. But for me, it was like, well, what? Like, what is the point of things? Like, what? If my little sister could do that, like, I was just so torn and it took me a while to figure out, like, why I was here, like, what life meant <laughs> and all these questions I was asking myself. But ultimately, I really believe we're on here on this planet. This is my beliefs, of course to help people to feel good to enjoy the experience and share the lovely things that life has to offer us so really took the opportunity to take it with upon myself to help people well myself starting with myself because of course when that happened I struggled mentally I had you know had anxiety I was not my best self and then one night I had a really 
bad experience with an anxiety attack or panic attack. I've never had anxiety before in my life, before this event. And then I had a really bad panic attack and I felt just like so out of control. And I just, I didn't know how like bad it could get. But after that event, I promised myself that I would never, ever feel that way again because it wasn't fun and I don't want to do that again. But really became, you know, obsessed and fixated on how we can feel better as humans and doing things for myself, like understanding, like how my mindset needs to be and what I need to do every day, what I need to eat, what I need to move and how I need to nourish my mind, body and soul to optimize myself and feel good and be able to spread that same joy that I used to have so yeah that whole journey took me here and my whole mantra is to help people feel good every day so that's why I try and do mm. wow that's so amazing and you know I've heard so many stories from so many incredible humans who have experienced these traumatic and very tragic events in their lives and things where they've, they've lost people they've loved. And there's, there's this theme that I see of people coming, coming out really positive when you would expect them to be perhaps more jaded towards life or, or more embittered towards life. And I'm curious to know through your lens, how, how did you end up coming out so positive out of this very challenging and and very tragic situation? That's a great question. I think it really comes down to your mindset and your ability to make the best of what life has handed you. Of course, the cards are dealt in very different ways and many people, you know, have different experiences. But I do believe that we have the control and power to take care, control of our own lives, our decisions, our choices, like what we choose to do. So I started my personal development journey about four years ago now so I was already on the trajectory for improving my myself reading you know being better working on all these things and so when this happened I think I was in a pretty good frame of mind already so it didn't really sh- like it shook me up for sure but not as bad as maybe someone who didn't do any work previous right so of that mm-hmm. personal work so coming out of it I just realized like life is too short like honestly too short for me to be miserable to me to be bitter or jaded or you know have all these negative ideas about life when really I can still do my best to work on myself and make my experiences happier and better. Because for example, if I was to die next year, I would would have wanted to live my best life and help others do the same. So just, I had that in mind. I just wanted to, you know, not make my suffering longer than it need to be. Right. Yeah. And I, I know that sometimes in, you know, hypothetical situations will ask those questions. Like if you only had one day to live, what would you do? And it sounds like you've sort of embraced that every day by living your best life every day. Yeah, I've definitely tried to. Of course, it gets hard some days or I forget, but I always promise myself I do something that makes me feel good every day. And then if I've done that, and that was a good day in my book. So that's kind of what I try and live by. Mm, Lovely. Thank you for sharing that bit of inspiration with all of us. Um, I, I'm thinking about this book I read probably 20 years ago, and it's called Dancing the Dream by Jamie Sands. And she talks about the dark nights of the soul. Mm-hmm. And I, I used to really be resistant to that term, but 
I reread the book recently and I reread those parts on the dark nights of the soul. And one of the things that she says in there is really sticking with me and reminding me of your situation. And that's that people who've been through very challenging situations have a tendency to be optimistic and not optimistic in the sense of like, everything's great while the world is burning down around them, but more so like I'm, I'm optimistic because I've been through some hard stuff in my life. And so I know I'm going to get through this. I know I'm going to get to the other side and things are going to improve because nothing's permanent. And I wonder how that concept resonates with you. I love that. I haven't heard that book name, but I have heard of that idea of the dark night of the soul. Actually, a couple of my friends have experienced that and they kind of shared their experience with me. So that definitely resonates because I believe any hardships, well, maybe not for everyone, but people that experience hardships, those of them that choose to overcome it come out stronger, more positive, more um, have a better outlook on life because they have seen both sides. They've really been really low and then they realize they can be really high again. And then that just gives them the optimism or the, the knowing. And I think it just comes to being aware and knowing yourself because, again, if something happens in the future, I know I can get over it because I have. And I know I'm going to choose to continue to better myself regardless of like how long that takes me. So just having that commitment, I think, to yourself that you deserve to exceed any or su- the the word I'm looking for but to rise up above anything that happens and just being committed to doing that um in life and I think a lot of us because we have and we're willing to and know we can so we continue to do that Mm -hmm. yeah and trusting life to ebb and flow so if it's ebbing in a direction that feels uncomfortable it's inevitably going to come back to a place that that feels good exactly it's just like the ebbs and flows of life of our heartbeat of the waves like that's how the cycles go and it's good to embrace all parts of the journey pearl does so much more than coach people on nutrition and fitness and she gives us some food for thought pun intended when she poses the powerful question What is the quality of your busyness? Um, And speaking of the journey, um, I was out for a walk, not not a big journey, but a little stroll through my neighborhood earlier today. And I was thinking about you and I was looking forward to this conversation. And in fact, I was thinking about you not just because of this conversation, but because I was part of your dance fitness class this morning, which, by the way, was phenomenal. And I feel amazing. Um, and I was remembering something I saw on your Instagram and I love this. And I'm wondering if you could tell us a little bit about where you got this idea, but it was, you're talking, I think daily now about the things that you get to do today. Mm -hmm. Can can you share with us what that's all about? Thanks for asking and noticing. I love that. So I had seen this idea or concept probably a year ago where it was in the podcast or something and the guy was saying how we kind of change our language around what we say and say that we get to do things versus have to do because the word have to do is like oh my gosh I have to do this like a obligation it's like a burden versus saying like I get to do that like oh I get to do this today so I saw that back in the day a year ago lol throwback pre-covid times and then (laughs) 
I mm-hmm. saw a couple coaches these days are doing that in their story because I've been following more coaches and kind of looking at what they're doing just to get some inspo. So they all, a lot of them are doing, I get to do this. I get to do that. And that just inspired me to do that again because I've been practicing a lot more gratitude these days. So that's mm-hmm. been part of my journey, like looking at my day and what I'm getting to do. So just want to share that as well and share with my community and keep myself accountable, but also just reflecting on all the amazing things I get to do and realize, remind myself how privileged and lucky I am to get to do these things, to get to, you know, go to the gym that's has so much equipment and get to walk around and eat amazing food and talk to you on a podcast, like all these amazing opportunities we get every day. Because I believe the more we realize them and appreciate them, the more will come to us. So that's what I'm practicing these days. Wow. So really putting your attention on where you want your energy to flow. Yeah, exactly. As much as I can. Because too much, too often, I, I used to do this a lot too. I'd be like, oh my God, I have to do this. Like, wow, my day's so busy. Look at all these calls I have. But now I'm like, oh my gosh, like I get to do this. Like I get more excited, puts me in a better frame of mind and just a better mindset around the things we do every day. Hmm. I love that. And, and it's so true because I think a very common response nowadays, even, even during COVID, um, I hear people say when I ask them how they're doing, I'm busy. And I don't, I don't mean to be insensitive, but that almost seems redundant because life is very busy these days and everyone's busy. So I, I love that instead of looking at it as it's kind of a drag that I'm busy and I don't have any time, it's like, look at all the ways I get to fill my time with amazing experiences and wonderful conversations and great people. And I, yeah, I might start practicing that. You might see that start appearing on my Instagram from time to time. Oh as my well. gosh, yes, I love to see that. That's so awesome. And one thing I wanted to know as well about the busy things, I know it comes up a lot too with people I talk to. I think it's important just to reflect, like, what are you busy doing? Are you busy doing things that lift you up? Because we're all busy doing something. But like the quality of that busyness is what I think should be reflected on. Because, again, are you busy doing the things that you love and lift you up and give you energy and connecting with people and building your dream biz or whatever it is? Or are you busy doing things that you don't like so much? So kind of like having your time being more quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I'm 100% in alignment with you there. And uh, so we've talked a little bit about your story, your your personal life, your work as an entrepreneur, your outlook. I know you haven't always been an entrepreneur and that you did start out in healthcare. And I'm wondering if you could tell us a little bit about your journey from healthcare to becoming an entrepreneur. Yeah, good question. I started out in the hospital. So I went to UBC for dietetics. I used to be a dietitian and I did the program at UBC and went through the whole shebang to get out and graduate. So when I graduated, I worked at the hospital and was doing my dietetic services there, but realized it wasn't quite fulfilling me. Now, pause here. I've always had a little entrepreneurial bone, I would say, in my body because before I even went to high school or university, I mean, I would tell my dad like oh I think I want to have my own business one day you know just like throwing it out there I never knew when that day would be so when I was in the hospital working I just wasn't feeling fulfilled working with sick people of course people that do the work with them are amazing but I felt like I wasn't making the impact I knew I could and I never knew if 
what I was sharing or doing was really hitting people in the way it was meant to. So I just was feeling kind of empty and like blah at the end of my days. And I want to change that. So I decided to start like a little side thing, hustle, side hustle a little bit, take some clients, do some nutrition coaching on the side and consulting as well. And I realized I loved it. I really loved checking in with people, you know, educating people that were motivated, that want to do this and that were excited to learn. That was so nice to, to experience. So after an event happened and occurred and I had to end up ditching or I chose to give up my dietetics license. I decided to go full in into my own business and do my own nutrition coaching and fitness work as well. And from there, yeah, I just now I'm here and it's definitely been a journey. I'd say the first six months of that choice, I wasn't really doing much, but I was, you know, figuring out my life. And I just recently would say I got more serious about entrepreneurial and online business and doing all that fun stuff. Hmm. Wow. And I mean, this, this really connects to what we were just talking about with the busyness and what are you busy doing? And what I heard in there is that you were busy doing a job that, that wasn't fulfilling you and didn't feel like it was on purpose. Is that, am I reading that correctly? Exactly. Right. And so it's, you did take a leap of faith and it's, I want to commend you for your courage because that's, that is challenging to step away from the comfort of a job and and into a world that perhaps was brand new to you it sounds like you had the desire but a lot of learning and so what has that learning curve looked like for you that's a great question yeah I think I definitely jumped in with both feet without any plan I was like oh I'm quitting my job like screw that and jumped in I'm gonna be an entrepreneur it's gonna be great I think I really learned that good things take time and to be patient and that things Mm. are going to ebb and flow a lot of the time you know you see things on instagram and everyone's posting about their 10k months and all they're signing clients left right and center and oh wow like sign up for this program and i'll make you money and all these things but no one really shows the back end and the hard work and how it took them like five years to build that business so I never saw that back end. So experiencing that, I'm still pretty new building my business, realizing like, yeah, it's a grind and you got to put down the foundation and you got to figure out what works for you in trial and error. And you got to learn about to, about people and how they work and, you know, who you want to work with. And there's so many different things you need to consider, not only business and social media and marketing, but like the back end stuff. And yeah, so there's a whole new world. It's like you open a door but you realize there's like 10 other doors behind that door. (laughs) But it's really been a great learning. I've grown so much. And I think I wouldn't have done all this work if I didn't love what I do and love serving people and helping them be healthy. Cause you can't, or people often won't put this type of effort into something they don't actually love. So uh, yeah, it's been really (laughs) great. And I'm excited to learn and grow more and uh, do more of this journey. Amazing. And I, I kind of chuckled there when you mentioned you open the one door and there's 10 more doors because I'm a fairly new entrepreneur myself. And so, yeah, it's so true. Hey, there's so much that it's like you don't know what you don't know. And then once you step into it, it's just like, wow, there's so exactly. much to learn. Oh, my gosh. It was taking baby steps and just realizing like every day because it can get discouraging if you don't see results right away. Right. With anything you're working on. Mm-hmm. So reminding myself that 
everything I'm doing is working towards, you know, bigger picture and just like keep at it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's, uh, it's so funny because I was telling somebody that I hadn't had a day off and I don't even know when the last time is that I took a day off and they were like, Rachel, what about, but, but you're a wellness person. And I said, yeah. And like, I literally wake up in the morning and I don't even want to put, put the kettle on. Like, I just want to get right to work because I'm so excited about what I'm up to. And that's how I know that I'm doing the right thing. And I know that you have that same energy and enthusiasm. Yeah, I love that so much because it doesn't feel like work a lot of the time. For me, it's not Mm -mm. work. Last night I was up pretty late, like prepping for a dance fitness class, which I love doing. And I was talking to a friend and they were like, oh, are you going to bed soon? I'm like, no, I'm prepping my dance fitness class. I'm like, oh, like, wow, you've been working all day. I'm like, yeah, but like dancing's not work. Are you kidding me? I'm like, I could dance all day. <laughs> so little things like that. And you know you love it because it doesn't feel like a burden. Like you want to get to it. You want to be more involved. You want to see what's out there and improve things. And like talking to people about health is like, for me, it's nothing. So that's why, that's how you know you're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 not as much effort, even though you're putting a lot of time. Yeah, it doesn't it. feel like you have to, you know, pull yourself. It doesn't feel draining, even though, yeah, we have long days sometimes, but you still feel energetic, energized by the end of that day. And that's a good sign. I plan to include a segment on fun at the end of every episode. And in episode two, Pearl and I talk about her dance fitness classes. They're so much fun, and I always manage to get a sweaty workout in. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And um, speaking of the dance fitness classes, I always like to bring these conversations to a close. Well, this is episode two, but um, this is this is what I'm planning to do is to end with fun. And I know firsthand that your dance fitness classes are super fun. And I mean, today I was so into it. Like I was, I was just really moving my hips and I was just, yeah, I was just right into it. So I want to know, how did you come up with the concept for these classes? Because you, I think, have personal training backgrounds. I do. Yeah, good question. So I recently became a personal trainer not too long ago in August. A lot of people, I go to the gym a lot. I've always been active as a kid. So I kept that active bone in me. And I went to the gym a lot. And people were asking, like, oh, do you train? Do you personal train? Like, you look great. Wow. And I was like, no, no, no. I never. So eventually they were like, maybe you should. So I did. I got my personal training certificate, which was great. And then as I'm working out, you know, COVID was a thing. I got my personal training certificate. Wait, oh my gosh. No, wait. Now I'm like, what's time? No, I, I got it during COVID. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I got it during COVID. And I've always loved to work out to music. Like, always music has been a big part of my life my heritage and my mom and family we've always danced I danced when I was younger so dance is always a thing for me and then one day like I'm at the gym and I'm like jamming out with some music and doing the do my thing and like I had such a good time I'm like this is so much fun like not only am I working out but I'm dancing listening to great music and then when I'm at home I'll like definitely like do more full-out dancing when I'm at home and work out at home so I was doing quite a bit of that and one day I was like, I just had the best time ever. I'm like, 
I feel like I should share this. <laughs> I was like, I feel like I should share this. This is like a really <laughs> great time. So one day I just was on my story and I asked, hey, would anyone be interested in a dance fitness class? And I got lots of interest. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. So I had a few trial classes in December just to see what people thought, see how it was. And yeah, there was lots of interest. Everyone had a great time. I got great feedback. And now it's a monthly membership and people drop in every week and there's things. And yeah, I think it's been great so far. So I just love that. I, I want to just mesh the two things that I'm passionate about and help people have fun and get fit. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it's so, it's so great because not only am I connecting with amazing people, having a great time and laughing and moving my body. I'm also learning some fantastic new dance moves from you. So I really appreciate You're so that. welcome. I'm so glad you can also take some dance moves away from me and just like, yeah, enjoy yourself and tune in with your body. That's so beautiful. Oh, yeah, it's so great. Oh, Pearl, I wish you, that we could talk more. Could just talk to you all day. Thank you so much for uh, joining us here on the podcast. And before you go, I just want you to have the opportunity to tell our listeners where can yeah, they find amazing. you? Yeah, amazing. This has been so good. My main jam, my main platform is Instagram. So that's at PearlCCCICCI. That's where I do most of my stuff. Feel free to DM me, check out my content. And that's probably the main one I'm going to drop. I also have a website, pearlcc.com. And if you have any interest in my what I do, my services, my dance fitness classes, feel free to DM me on Instagram. We can have a chat. Amazing. And I will also post those links in awesome. the show notes. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. It's such a pleasure to have you. Amazing questions. And yeah, just so good to share what I do and what I love with you and your audience. Hopefully everyone enjoys it. Oh, thank Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining me for episode two of the podcast. And thank you so much, Pearl, for being my guest. I love Pearl's enthusiasm and I can feel it even through the sound waves. I hope you can too. Despite the devastating loss of her sister, Pearl continues to see life as a precious gift every day. I encourage you to adopt her practice of looking at what you get to do today and see how that fits into your own life. Until next time.